Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I'm here with my friend Leanne Garms. Leanne runs the business side, the operations side of a neurology practice in North Carolina. And Leanne, I'll let you introduce yourself. Go ahead. Great. Thanks, Nate. My name is Leanne Garms, and I am the Chief Executive Officer here at Raleigh Neurology, which is a large multi-specialty practice based in Raleigh, North Carolina. Leanne and I have been working together for a couple of years, and what I wanted to talk to, to her about today, Leanne, help us. How do you get started with analyzing your data? You're frustrated with the canned reports. You can't get what you want, or it's too slow, or it's too manual. It's too time-consuming. It's too whatever. How do you get started moving past canned reports to analyzing your data? That is a great question and one that we have spent the past three years really diving into and we've made some great progress and we've made some wonderful mistakes along the way that have created some great learnings. And when we started out, uh, we definitely used the concept of starting with the end in mind. What did we actually want to use this data for? And you know, here one of our mantras is we want data-driven decisions. And so we were looking for ways to basically pull all of this rich data that was in our EMR so that we could analyze it and use it to better understand our business and make better decisions that would either increase operational efficiency, quality of life, get folks out of here quicker, or to basically maximize you know our revenues and what we were seeing from the services that we were performing and so that really began um, our escapade there into what data was available and really the first step in in the process is once we had the concept of the types of questions that we thought we might want to answer the end in mind then the next step was to really say wow, now what is the data in the system that potentially is going to give me that information? And as Nate is painfully uh, aware, that took us on a fairly large journey because with our EMR and most likely everyone else's, there's a lot of assumptions about the way that data is stored and what is available in the system. And it's a journey to basically mine that data, figure out where the information is stored that you're really looking for, and how to get it out into a meaningful way. And part of our part of our experience, our journey, if you will, is sometimes you have to change your workflow to say, all right, look, you didn't used to have to do it this way, you didn't used to have to fill out that box, but now you do. Correct. And, you know, for us, that's where a lot of the learnings would come in as we would pull, for example, appointment data, assuming that we were going to get certain statuses, certain timestamps that were going to lead us in a particular direction, only to find that that's not the way that the data was stored in the system. And so either that is not the story that the data was telling us, or simply we needed to better understand and massage the data as we extracted it in order to be able to tell and show that story that we were looking for. Part of, yeah, part of it is on the front end to, hey, you've got to fill out this field, or you've got to be consistent about the way you do this workflow. And part of it on the, is on the back end to make sure that we're consistently pulling the data that we think we want to see to get it right. Correct. 
if you're sitting down with somebody who says, I want to pull my data, I'm frustrated with my reports. And I, I mean, we're not, you can badmouth all the practice <laughs> management systems out there. They all have their warts, they all have their issues. And the, the one that uh, Raleigh Neurology happens to use is Centricity. And Centricity has a lot of good things and some things that frustrate people. But if you're talking to a Centricity user who says, I'm frustrated with my reports, what advice would you give them, Leanne? Where would you tell them to, what would you tell them to do? I would tell them start with the basics. So look at first a particular set of data that you can really understand and get your arms around. And that is also contained and doesn't string through an entire workflow process, say from scheduling all the way through claims adjudication and reimbursement. Um, and that's ultimately when we began to really get our sea legs and get savvy is what we started to do. And we looked at things like, hey, let's just look at appointments and let's pull the appointment data that's telling us who's scheduling these appointments and if the appointment was actually completed, canceled, um, or other. And let's look at the data that that is providing us with. And that provided a really nice basis to give us a data set that we could do a number of different scenario runs against, whether that was saying, hey, what is my utilization of a particular resource, whether that resource be a provider or a procedure room or something else. It also allowed us to do things like really understand what our daily appointment volume was in the practice. It also then allowed us to, as we uh, became more and more comfortable that the data that we were pulling was accurate based on how we were entering it into the system, we were then able to use that data and get more sophisticated and go into things like, okay, let me associate a particular diagnosis with that appointment to know on a monthly basis how many people who have a diagnosis of MS, G35, am I actually seeing? And then use that to either drive potentially better scheduling habits and or better workflows to support those particular patients and their needs. So it allowed us to really start simple, get our sea legs, play with the data so that we could then continue to advance with that data and then start adding things to that data complexities that allowed us to answer even more beneficial questions that really required some deep diving. So we started with appointments and then soon after that we added orders to the equation and said, hey, let's look at the way our doctors are ordering tests and things, again, to let us see where we have efficiencies, where potentially orders um, are getting caught in a particular process and look at it really in aggregate instead of on an individual every order basis. Um, and again, same logic, started very simple. Let's pull the data. Let's really understand what the data is telling us and make sure that we're putting the data in properly and we're getting that information out properly. And then it allowed us to continue to expand those data sets. After orders, we have appointments, we have orders, and then we went to billing and we really pulled our billing data. What, what are we sending out? What are we getting back? And then once you have those three data sets, there's really so much cross-pollination that you can do with that data to then really drive through 
that complete patient experience process and say, okay, how do the 500 appointments that I have in this area on a monthly basis equate to then the number of orders that they produce and potentially the amount of pre-authorization that I might need or connections to external referring providers and how can I maximize those relationships and outcomes all the way through to and what appointment types then are producing the highest reimbursements, the lowest reimbursements, or some combination thereof. You know, and just there's so much wisdom in what you said there, Leanne. I think you, you start small and when you start small, the benefits may be, hey, the reporting tools, whether it's a pivot table or a dashboard or having access to the data in Excel or whatever it is, may make it more user-friendly and faster than it was in the good old days when you were suffering through a canned report. But where the real value add and the real leverage happens is when you go to the next step. And as Leanne described, that cross-pollination thing where you take appointment data and you add it to orders. And now I know how many patients with an MS diagnosis have been here before this or this appointment and just the mix and match, the ability to customize your drill down to get exactly what you're after is where the real value add starts to come as opposed to just being an easier report to deal with, if that makes sense. Did that kind of capture that right? That absolutely captures it. it. It's allowing you to help. And, you know, oftentimes what you find, going back to something that you mentioned when we first started talking, is that the business process that you have that supports this data is flawed. And so you are basically entering data either incorrectly or not at all into the system. And so hence, the information that you're getting out of the system is not only not useful, but oftentimes it's garbage. You know, it's the garbage in, garbage out type of concept. So by looking at this data, we have also um, you know, gleaned some great learnings around how we can improve our workflow process when we're not capturing data consistently that is truly important to us. And it really allows us to hone in on whether it's a process issue, whether it's a training issue, meaning it's the same group or the same area or the same data set that's causing us problems over and over and over again. And it really allows us to pinpoint our actions to provide targeted, you know, effective outcomes for that particular problem. I like what you said. The part of the problem with canned reports is you don't know garbage in, garbage out because you can't get the garbage out and you never know the garbage is going in. And once you can get to the data and you know the garbage is coming out, you can fix the garbage coming in and make your process and your practice more efficient. Let me exactly hit you for one more question, Leanne. As you try to get it, as other groups try to get started and say, I want to get to my data, how do you help them think about the ROI aspect of this and getting their um, administration or their their providers or their board of directors or whoever it is on board to say, this is worth data mining, it's worth our time to do this? How would you answer that question? That is such a great question because you know, each of these solutions, whether you're going to go build your own data warehouse and do your reports or whether you're going to buy a reporting package, Cube solution, something like that, they all cost money and it's more than a couple dollars. And so really before you dive in, you need to think about how you're going to use it and what your return is going to be. And, you know, the, the easiest thing for uh, most folks to get started on in the business area, whether it's a medical practice or anything else is, how's it either going to save me money or make me money? And 
So certainly that was one of the drivers when we started is how can I use this data? And, you know, speaking again, the first thing that we really started with was appointments. How can I use that data to either save money or make more money? And the things that we were able to do with that appointment data is analyze trends, get a better handle on who was showing up. Was it a particular type of time of day that we were seeing? No shows and cancellations. Is there a particular type of resource where they had more opened availability consistently on their calendars? Where did we have utilization gaps? And really that enabled us to sell, hey, if we could get access to this data, we could look at it, we could potentially change scheduling rules and processes that could net in more appointments per day, which means I'm going to, you know, increase my revenues because I'm already paying for those resources to be available, right? These people are already Mm -hmm, coming mm -hmm. to the office. Um, So certainly that whenever you can tie it to currency, um, that's a big win. The other ones are those that I mentioned before around either quality of life, operational efficiency, or frankly, just better data. And we've had a lot of those opportunities too. And those we've really been able to build on after doing some of these, um, what I would call, you know, early wins with saving money or making money um, there, whether it's through no-shows and appointments, uh, of volumes increasing, or whether it's, hey, if you report on this data and analyze it on the billing side, I can reduce claim denials, which means that you're going to be reimbursed more often for services that you're already performing. You don't have to go out and perform new services to, you know, make additional um, currency. You can actually just optimize what you have. And then that really gives you an opportunity to have a good base, build trust with your partners and your constituents that, hey, there is value to this process. And that really allows you then to get to those next steps of being able to say, hey, I can actually increase the efficiency or frankly, just the improved patient care or the customer experience. Things that are a little bit harder uh, because they don't always have tangible measurement outcomes, but can really drive great business practices and ultimately the bottom line for your business. My experience is that as you get this process going, it's kind of a virtuous circle because what will happen is other staff members will say, look, this is stupid that I don't have this information or this is stupid that I'm running this report the hard way or the old way or the whatever. And some of the best ideas out there to apply this stuff are from staff members who are doing that every day and who drink the Kool-Aid, who buy into the process. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we have learned and has really allowed this to take off is we've developed these basic data sets and elements. And then we basically have roadshowed them throughout the organization. And it has taken, you know, quite a while to get people really engaged and understanding the process of having that data. But wow, once people do, they will come to you with ideas. I can't tell you now on a weekly basis how many folks I get that come to me and that they say, hey, Leanne, here's a problem. I've never really thought that I could figure out what was really going on to help me solve that problem. But I think the appointment data might give that 
to me? Can we sit down and look at it? And we'll sit down and we'll play with the pivot features and the filters and the um, calculations, and we'll come up with data that's directional and meaningful for that person in order to solve a particular problem or take advantage of an opportunity that they see. And that's where the true power and the beauty is, is when you're providing that and then disseminating it out. So it's not one person coming up with all of the ideas and solutions, you're simply providing the platform and letting folks run with it. And a lot of it's with data you already have and reports you, your information you already have. It's just tweaking it a bit. And now you can solve another problem with it at, you know, really no extra cost. You've just got the data and you roll with it. It's, it's great. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Leanne, I appreciate your time today. She's um, we've been friends and we've been working together for years and it's been a, uh, I learn the most from my smart clients and Leanne's one of them. Thanks for your time today. Absolutely, Nate. Thank you as well.